Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer. We're going to have a great show today. We've got Daniel Turner, and we've got some great things to share with you. Looking up for 2023. <laughs> let's, let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, oh God, you have been such a gracious and merciful God to all people and especially to this nation. You have provided many things, most of all forgiveness. Your grace and your mercy are beyond amazing to me. We come to you. We come here each morning as you have requested or commanded of me. And I, Abba Father, pray that I am a voice of love and reason, common sense. I am no prophet. I am no Queen Esther. But I believe you are calling me and all your children to live as you have commanded us and to be or to share your light, your good news to all the world. America has fallen into a dark and evil pit, Father. Sin has taken us farther than we wanted to go, and it is keeping us a lot longer than we wanted to stay. But you have freed us. Oh, God, thank you. We are only captives because we choose to be. I pray for forgiveness of my own sins, Father, and for the sins of this nation. I pray that your children will rise up and a great awakening and a great revival will take place in America. I also pray for your protection over your children, over this nation, as they do work diligently. Even though we do not deserve That protection, Father, I beg for you and for your hedge of protection around all of us. But I pray for President Donald J. Trump and his family and for all those around him that you will hold back the enemies. Reveal to us the truths as you have, and they continue to pop out. And grant us the courage to remove the evils. May we. And this is a most difficult thing to ask. But I must. May we see your justice done. For such a time as this, we lean on you, Abba Father, for your ways are always the best ways. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I've titled today's show, America Get Energized. Power of the Future has a plan. They have a roadmap, and I'm going to say to bring America home. (laughs) I've been explaining to you for a long time now that climate change, global warming, once global cooling, acid rain, holes in the ozone have all been lies to the American people and across the globe. Why should people, government scientists, fib about such serious matters? Well, the answer isn't rocket science. It's greed. Global governance, new world order, power, money, control. We are told it is necessary to suffer, to pay the 
price to pay for more money into this war, this war against climate change. We are told we evil humans cause this catastrophe and that it is necessary that we, not them, keep your pronouns straight now, that we suffer. Tighten up our belts, starve the babies, eat more ravioli, kill the inflation, kill, kill the inflation causing babies, and so on. And so goes forth the lies and the rhetoric, and they just continue. They become more unbelievable as the day goes by, and yet people are buying into them. It is serious, however. This is a crisis for sure and for certain. And that crisis is governments pushing these lies on, on the pretense of saving a planet, which we all know is not dying. Being a good steward is necessary. It is always how we should be. But we should not make the earth a god and worship it while destroying and killing economies and people. Remember, I have shared this quote with you in the past numerous times. I think we should all put it on the refrigerator and remember necessity. When they tell you it's necessary, think about it first. Necessity is the plea for every infringement of human freedom. It is the argument of tyrants and it is the creed of slaves. William Pitt. In 2023, we will have a new Congress. Will they have the bravery to solve the energy crisis that has been deliberately caused by the Biden administration and their globalist bureaucracy, including most Democrats and, unfortunately, a few woke, selfish, greedy Republicans? Or will they, too, continue the argument of tyrants? Today's guest is Daniel Turner of Power the Future. We're going to discuss Power the Future's energy policy roadmap, and you may... My patriot listeners, friends, might have to contact your congressman or congresswoman. Remember them. I don't know what <laughs> pronouns we need to use, but encourage them to help us bring America home. Welcome back, Daniel. How are you doing today? Oh, it's always a pleasure to be on your program, so thank you for having me. Well, I'm more I'm happy to have you, and I'm really excited about this uh, little plan you've got laid out. I agreed with everything. Everything on it. <laughs> I always hate the word legislate, though, and you did have that word in there a few times. <laughs> but, yeah, tell me, tell us about it. Yeah, well, we wanted to put this together because there's a new Congress, right? And there's a lot of freshmen who will come on board. There's a lot of new committee chairs. Mm -hmm. And amidst all the excitement and all the change and, and, and the newness, it's important that groups like mine and millions of groups like this exist in America, yes. but it's important that groups like mine can help provide a roadmap to say, hey, here are some things you could do. This is what outside expertise can offer you. Here are some things that you specifically can do with your newfound power. And early this morning, I was I was on Fox and Friends talking about this, and the, the pushback I got was, well, don't you need the president, right? Is the House can pass anything, but they still need the Senate. They still need the president. And there is some truth to that. Mm -hmm. But there's also a lot of power that resides in the House of Representatives. And look at what Nancy Pelosi did. And there's a lot you can say about her. But one thing we can all agree on, she knew the power she had as, as Speaker of the House, and she was not afraid to wield that power. So this roadmap is hopefully uh, uh, a guide for incoming Speaker McCarthy, for the new committee chairs, 
heck, if we have committee chairs as brave, and I hate to use that word, but I will, if we have committee chairs as brave as Adam Schiff, as brave <laughs> as Jerry Nadler, as brave as, as Benny uh, um, Johnson, who was the January 6th committee chair, if we have committee chairs who are as gutsy as they were, we can do an awful lot of good to help America's energy crisis, but we're going to need their political courage, and that's why this we put this plan together. You know, I think first they need to, and I, I know that's this is an impossible thing to say, but they need to expose the lie. And I don't know that that's going to happen. And uh, I'm not discouraging you. I think this is a great plan, and I think we should push forward, and we should encourage them, help them be a little brave. The others were brave with lies. We should be brave with truth. And the fact that American people are starting to suffer. And, you know, President Trump, I'm sorry, former President Trump <laughs> said when he uh, when he announced that he was running again, Daniel, he asked for prayers. But he also said that it can't be done alone. The American people have got to be the movement. And so we have to be the ones to encourage these to start following common sense and truth. And uh, bring this uh, country back to where it needs to be. Make America great again. Bring America home. Make Let's energize America. That's what I'm going to say today. I hear the music, Daniel. We're headed into a break. We come back. I want to go through these one step at a time. There's 10 of them. And, um, you know, I have these. We can print the copies for everyone if they like it. It's only like 14 or 16 pages. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Daniel and I will be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. 
Hi, I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells a nutritional product called Immuno 150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. Now, we sell to thousands of consumers, and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of Immuno 150 for less than $50 when most of our competition is $70 to $80 a month. It's simple. We don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product. Immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients. It doesn't need any help, and it has more than color, taste, and smell. I am 88 years old, and my wife is 79, both with no dementia, arthritis, or allergies, and no aches or pains of any kind, nothing, all because of Immuno 150. Now, check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner. I want to encourage you to go to his website, powerthefuture.com, powerthefuture.com. And you can download this. Uh, it's in a PDF there. We did that. And that's what I was saying. I could do that for you if you don't want to go to the website. But I encourage you to go there. And, you know, he could always use a little help. And I was looking real quick for my – I can't find it in my in my hurriedness. But Theodore Roosevelt had made a quote about supporting the industries that are fighting for you. And this is one of those cases. And, Daniel, I know that you never ask. But I'm sure that Power of the Future can use all the help they can get. And I see now with reading this, you've put a lot of time into this. I'm sure you didn't do it all by yourself, but I'll bet you did a lot of it. And um, it's interesting, and I figured out why you've been so busy here lately. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate great. that. And this is, this is really it's a big great. bulk of what we do as an organization is provide this type of uh, information for the public, for the media, and in this case, for the members of Congress. And so I hope it's helpful. Um, we'll be, of course, knocking on doors in congressional offices and, and, and trying to promote it, saying, look, this is, this is a really concrete plan of what you can do, because ultimately Americans are suffering, right? This is the most expensive Thanksgiving uh, in recorded history when you adjust for inflation. And, and the reason why is because energy is expensive. And because energy is expensive, your turkey is expensive. Uh, they mm. said air travel is 45% higher than it was just last year. That's enormous. And that, that's, that's, that's going to stop people from going, uh, traveling for Thanksgiving, right? So it's going to put more people in cars, but that's also going to raise gas prices because that means more people, there's more of a demand for gas, right? So, so the American people are suffering. We wanted to give some sort of guidance to say, let's try to reverse it. It is possible. It is possible. And, you know, that was another thing that Donald Trump was saying. It's it's bad right now, and it's going to get worse. But if yeah. our Congress would act to make some changes immediately, things would start to, to get a little bit better. I mean, when, when Trump took presidency, it happened almost like that, didn't it? You know, he, he encouraged all the uh, uh, energy to flow, and and it did, and the economy had an uptick, everything went better, and uh, it would have continued to go better, but things went south. <laughs> but I do want to talk about each one of these. You've got 10, and I want to just kind of go over them. 
And while, yes, we need a president, we also need the Congress, and there is a lot of power there. They get a lot of temptation by lobbyists and outside agencies. And so I ask my people to pray for them, that they will not succumb to such things and that they will look at what is correct and good for this country. So number one, repeal Joe Biden's natural gas tax. Yeah, this is this is a tough one because this is uh, part of his plan. It was part of the Inflation Reduction Act. Yes. And it was part of his, you know, millionaires and billionaires. Everyone needs to pay their fair share. Uh, nonsense. And and it's also part of the, the sort of the class warfare that the left has really campaigned on the last Absolutely. Maybe 15, 20 years. We were never a nation of class warfare, but we are now. Um, and but there's this nonsensical belief that the left has always held that if you raise corporate taxes, somewhere there's a CFO who's hand wringing, and he's saying, "Boy, oh boy, where are we going to get the money for this new tax bill?" Well, no, that's not how it works. They just raise the price of their product. Right? Corporations are not paying higher taxes uh, effectively, right? Then maybe they'll right. write a bigger check to the government, but they'll they will make up that money. There's no CFO, there's no CEO of an energy company who's worried about not getting a Christmas bonus because there's a new natural gas tax. But with natural gas already at record highs, three times what it should be, this will raise them even higher. This will raise prices as we head into winter. This tax goes into effect starting in January. And so if you think your energy bills are bad now, wait till Mm. January. Now, the Congress, the House can use some little parliamentary tricks to delay the implementation of this tax, and we sincerely hope they do so. Oh, absolutely. So also then number two is ending Biden's oil and gas leasing moratorium and return power to the states. I love it when you say return power to the states because that's how we were set up. States' rights. States are supposed to be in control of everything. You know, the federal government has a very small... Um, should have a very small uh, say in our lives. But let's talk about this one. Yeah, and this is really something that you and I so deeply share, and I'm sure most of your listeners do, which is that return to federalism um, and and just the enormous power of the federal government. And we see that the Biden administration has made oil and gas leasing almost impossible. Heck, the week before the election, Joe Biden was out saying, there's been no new drilling. I haven't allowed it. I haven't allowed any new drilling. Our question is, if you're the governor of a state, why does Joe Biden get to decide what happens within your geographic boundaries? Didn't we elect you the governor to protect us from from D.C. even, right, to protect us from from all people who are trying to do us harm? So this is a call for the states, and this is part of the the states, um, excuse me, the uh, the Congress's Article 1, Section 8 of regulating interstate commerce. This is part of returning power to the states, saying you're the governor. Yes, there is a, de- a bureau of land management. Yes, there is a Department of Interior, but ultimately it's your state. And stand up for your state and allow drilling to happen. Joe Biden in D.C. can go pound sand. <laughs> I like that. Well, I also put a little comment in in the uh, in that section that why do we have all this federal land? The, under the Constitution, they're not supposed to own this land. The only land they're supposed to own is what the post offices sit on and the federal buildings sit on or the uh, military bases. 
So they've got all this land, and, you know, some of our western states, they hardly own anything anymore. The federal government owns it and controls yeah. their lives, and that's just not the way it's supposed to be. And, and when you think of how many governors have declared themselves sanctuary states from federal immigration law, okay, well, you set the precedent. <laughs> then you, we are a sanctuary state from federal energy law. And if the courts have upheld their sanctuary status, saying, yeah, you know, California, you don't have to work with ICE. You don't have to work with DOJ yeah. about illegal aliens, criminals or otherwise. Well, then the governors of Alaska and Wyoming and North and South Dakota and Colorado, they don't have to work with the Department of, of Interior when it comes to oil and gas leases. So they set the precedent. We're going to use it. Okay. Then number three. I'm moving kind of quick, and I know that's that's probably not fair. But um, approving – I have a question about this one myself. Approving the Keystone XL pipeline. It seems to be off again, on again, off again, on again. <laughs> and I was thinking – and you can correct me because obviously I must be wrong or you wouldn't have put this in here like this. Um, I thought the last time President Biden closed it down, I thought the owners of it said, we're done with you. How are we going to win them back? Or am I yeah, wrong in well, that? We can win them back by giving them a clear charter to operate. And this okay. is also the House using Article 1, Section 8 of regulating interstate commerce. And All saying right. that this is, this is the Congress's purview to regulate interstate commerce. It is not the president's purview. So if we're going to build a pipeline that's going from Minnesota all the way down to Texas, the Congress can authorize it. And it is not the right and, – and the Congress and the, and the governors, it is not the right of the president to step in and say, you know what, I don't like this pipeline because my campaign donors don't, and so I'm going to shut it down. So this is Congress reasserting its authority. You know, pipelines, people seem to be afraid of them. I think it's because of all the rhetoric and the untruths that have been said. But one of my listeners from up, in, um, up north a little bit from where I am – here in the state of Missouri, he said Missouri has all kinds of pipelines going every which direction under it. So, so um, pipelines yeah. aren't anything new, and without them, we'd have to be gassing all that with the trucks, right? No, and, and America right now has more than two million miles of pipeline crisscrossing the country. That's enough to go to the moon and back uh, eight times. And so if people say, like, we're worried about a pipeline, oh, I got bad news for you, friend. <laughs> we have a lot of pipelines. <laughs> yes, we do. And you're sitting on them. No, I'm, and, and Missouri's smack dab in the middle of the United States pretty much. And so uh, this guy was just telling me, he says, people just don't realize they're, they're over there. I mean, we have them, and they're, and they're safe. Um, We'll start with number four. I hear the music. Number four is blocking Biden's ECG regulations. Oh, my gosh. Regulations, mandates. You are speaking my language. Let's get rid of them. Uh, all of them can. <laughs> You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power the Future. They have put together, and it is an awesome, awesome roadmap to energy policy roadmap that Congress can help us get back our energy independence instead of dependence. I hate it that we're all going around begging on our hands and knees for oil when we've got more than any of them. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. Go to PowerTheFuture.com. It's PowerTheFuture.com. And Daniel and Bethann will be right back.
And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner. The, the hour's halfway from us here. we got quite a bit to go through yet. Blocking Biden's ECG regulations. Let's talk about that. I always like blocking regulations. <laughs> yeah, this this is uh, the regulatory state is, is the ultimate damage that, that is done by the industry and by all industry. And that's why the left loves regulation, because it's nebulous and it's vague. And there are quite a few of the proposals in this outline that have to do with regulation. And this is just one. The ESG movement is is this awful uh, punishment of, of financing of any industry that cooperates with fossil fuels. Um, and there are a number of regulations that the SEC uses, that the Federal Reserve uses, to say to the banks in particular, hey, if you lend money to a fossil fuel company, we're going to charge you higher base points when you get money from the government. Hey, if you lend money to the fossil fuel industry, we are going to do Y or Z to you. And so this type of regulation discourages investment, and it's why we are not producing enough oil and gas right now. And it's very deliberate. So that has to be reversed. Absolutely. Absolutely it's deliberate. And um, then we go down to number five. That was number four, to repealing the California waiver. Now, you know, there's something. Well, let's go ahead and talk about this, and then I'll ask my other question. Another regulation, right? The EPA puts out a whole bunch of rules about clean air, about clean water. Um, California, as you and your listeners know, is always on the vanguard of these. They are always way far to the left, crazy regulations. But the EPA exempts them. And, and why is that? And, and so that when California says, hey, look, we regulated all uh, automobile emissions and it had absolutely no impact on our economy. And you say, well, of course it didn't have an impact on your economy because the EPA waived your, your, your punishments. They waived your fines. Now, does Missouri get a waiver? No. No. So how come California does? The reason why is because then California can tell other states, look how good this regulation was. And it didn't have any financial hardship for the taxpayers. So this is, again, the use of regulation to encourage one behavior and to lie to the American people about it. And California's exemptions need to end. Yeah, that's why we need you. Because I didn't know that was going on. I wasn't that savvy. And, um, you know, it's um, my question was going to be about the EPA. They've always got their nose in where they shouldn't have. And I had somebody on. He's, he was with um, the Heartland Institute, I believe. And maybe he still is. But he was the man who originally came up with the EPA years ago. And he says it's... It's overgrown, it's over-bureaucratic, and all the EPA needs to go from state to state to state, and it should not be a federal thing, it should just be a state thing. But we have messed it up so bad, Daniel. Can, can we even back the truck up and get it that way? And you're I'm absolutely right, and it's the same as every agency that was started with good intentions that has blown up to be uh, a behemoth. And the left gets its fingerprints on and they destroy. You could say them make the same argument about the Department of Education, yes. about the very Department of Energy, about all of them. Um, mm. And so, yeah, the EPA, if it were to exist, it should exist at the state level because states already have their environmental protection agencies. The federal one should absolutely be dismantled and all of its resources should go to the states. And even the ones that we think are like ground level, you know, they're they're they're. They're, they're the foundation of bureaucracy, I would have to say. But the uh, USDA 
How long have we had the USDA? And it used to be something that helped the farmers, but it's not anymore. It's not, it's the opposite. It's a welfare act is pretty much what it is. And then we have the Bureau of Land Management. That even in its name is scary. And uh, we've seen what has happened with that. Well, let's move and, on to and, these. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, just one quick thing. Look about the, when, when people want a more concrete example. Look at how the agencies were abused all during the COVID crisis. Never in my life, even as cynical as I am about government, I had no idea that the CDC was basically a profit-making scheme for its board members. And then you find out they're approving one medicine, they're blocking another. No one's invested in ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, so they were told not to use them. But Pfizer, oh boy. And then you find out Dr. Fauci made $6 million yeah. during, the, during the pandemic, and you scratch your head and say, how is that possible? So well, yeah, we were, all these agencies at the federal level ultimately become corrupt. Well, we were close to paying him a half a million dollars a year just for lying to us. I mean, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you're absolutely correct. These, these uh, alphabet bureaucracies, they're killing this nation, and they have been for a long time. And during covid you know, their little thing, we're in this together. No, we're not, because they never missed a paycheck. They never <laughs> exactly. hurt. But the American people did. They got to stay home and do nothing and get paid. But the American people didn't. So let's move on to the uh, uh, ending the activist-led sue and settle and citizen lawsuits. That that is lawsuits are just something that really griped my soul. Let's Let's go talk about that a little bit. Yeah, and this is going to be a tough one, but this is something like Greta Thunberg, where she gets a bunch of children and they go to a big law firm and they say, we want to uh, sue ExxonMobil because the, the future is worse because of them, and it's the children's lawsuit. That was a real lawsuit, by the way. Yes. Now, ultimately, the lawyers know this is going to get thrown out of the courts um, um, the, the energy companies know it's going to get thrown out of the courts, but that's not the goal. The goal is to make these companies waste millions and millions of dollars and hours in the courtroom fighting to get it thrown out. Um, and this is very common. Or what they do is groups like Greta Thunberg does. Al Sharpton does this on the race angle. Or they threaten you to say, hey, we think you're doing X, Y, or Z. We're going to sue you. Or you could write us a $200,000 check right now and we'll go away. Yeah. And this is what they do on a regular basis. And that's why certain companies are beloved by the environmental movement, because they just write them checks. You yeah. just, okay, you don't like us? Great. Here's a check. Leave us alone. And that's exactly how it operates. And that has to come to an end. It, it absolutely needs to come to an end. And they've done that in so many other places. And that, the whole thing is to break you, to absolutely break you. Okay, banning, number seven, banning the use of the social cost of greenhouse gases. Yeah, an, another an, another one of these uses of EPA regulation. Um, this one, as well as the Massachusetts versus EPA, both of these are the of the uh, are the Environmental Protection Agency redefining what they consider either a pollutant, what they determine to be an air pollution, um, and and then punishing the people for merely existing. So they give a social cost to carbon, a social cost to greenhouse gases. And, and they want to find you, right? And we, we do see this on the regular basis. They want to find oh, yeah. you if you eat meat. You know, they, they want to find you if you use a gas-powered car. Um, and because it's, the EPA has determined, well, we think this is bad, and so now we're going to find any, anyone who uses this. We always knew methane, if you inhaled it, 
um, was, was toxic, but methane and trace amounts of the atmosphere is totally natural. Suddenly we're told that methane is our biggest enemy. Suddenly we're told carbon is our biggest enemy. And the EPA will say things like, we have to rid the atmosphere of carbon, to which anyone who ever took biology says that's a very bad idea. It's a very uh, we bad need idea. carbon in the atmosphere. Um, so, again, EPA overextending its charter um, purely to serve a political tool. Well, you know, I'm no genius, but I do I do remember a little bit about biology class when I was just in junior high even, and you studied the uh, CO2 and oxygen and blah, blah, blah. And CO2, you have to have it for life. All life has CO2. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's just ridiculous to think you're going to go to to zero CO2. Um, of course, I know they're talking about emissions, but you can't have zero CO2. And uh, it's just crazy. Okay, we're going to... Oh, I hear the music. The next one will be issuing automatic approvals for LNG export terminals. That was something I didn't realize. uh, And we'll talk about that when we come back. That right now... We'll talk about it when we come back. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner. I encourage you to go to his website, download this plan. It is awesome. You need to read it. You need to talk to your Congress people, woman, man, whatever the case may be, and tell them we need to be smart in America with our energy. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner. Powerthefuture.com. That simple. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code BETHANN or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code BETHANN. 
Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for companies that stay with us through thick and thin and pain. Join us as we celebrate the companies who support this nation, support CSC Talk Radio. Our All-American Market page hosts companies who are now affiliates and sponsors of CSC Talk Radio, MyPillow, McCall's Candles, Liberty Tabletop, and there's more to come. Whether you contact them via website or by phone, you have to use the promo code BETHANN. These companies have endured the economic storms of bad trade policies and U.S. regulations, and they have earned your business. They take pride in their products. So visit the new webpage, csctalkradio.com, and click on the All-American Market button. That's csctalkradio.com All-American Market button. And always use the promo code BETHANN. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. 800-761-3146-800-761-3146-800-761-3146-That's 800-761-3146. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. We're in the final segment of today's show. It's the fastest hour of the day. We have with us Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. They sponsor this show, and they help me stay on the air. Without these few sponsors that I have, I surely couldn't be here. And I feel like it is so important that we fight these battles together, America, because it's us. It's us against them. Those are the pronouns and it should not be that way, but it is that way. You know what, Daniel? I'm going to tell you something before we go back to this. Friday, day after Thanksgiving, I have a special show, so we're not going to celebrate. But on Friday, I hit 3,000 shows. Wow. And I think that's a big milestone. So we're going to celebrate it on Tuesday. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to celebrate it on Tuesday. <laughs> Next that's week fantastic. on the 29th, I think it is, on Tuesday after Thanksgiving. And that'll be 3003. It just keeps going and going, you know. And, uh, we, uh, it just, I had told one of my first producers and he, he said, you know, we never thought you'd last a year. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty I was pretty green back then. I don't know that I'm not still green a little bit, but or naive. I I think that you know, what we're doing is so so important and meeting somebody like you uh it encourages me because you're when I read your first article, when I had you on the first time and I read that article and I thought this this is who CSC Talk Radio is. We need this person to come and talk, and, and uh, I feel like you are a gift from God, and I mean that. I think that uh, uh, what you're doing out there uh, for America, I know it's it's on, you know, we're on the playing level of rule America. That's where the that's where the battle is, 
but it's for all of America. And I think that's something that I, I know my listeners understand because most of them live in rural America. I have some New Yorkers that listen, and I have some others that listen in the big cities, but it's uh, rural America is the foundation of all America. And what happens in rural America, down on the farm, out on the ranch, or, or, or in the industry of our energy, it affects all of America, and you can see that right now. And what's going on. So thank you for all that you do. And I just thought I'd share with you that and my listeners that because I'm, I'm not very good. Rudy said I'm not very good at tooting my own horn. So I wrote it down so I'd remember it. And uh, 3,000 shows. And uh, we're pretty excited about it. Well, it's a remarkable milestone. And, and it doesn't surprise me at all. And I'm sure you'll have 3,000 more because rural America needs voices. And it's why I love the, the, the promos you do for Power of the Commercial, uh, Power of the Future, because you you hit it on the head, right? It's it's our food, our land, our agriculture, our animals, our you know, and and our energy. And Absolutely, America is is powered because of rural America. And yes, we need Wall Street money, and yes, we need <laughs> you know a couple other things. But ultimately, what we need is food, and 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 we need to eat, and we need warmth. Um, and, and the manufactured goods, and that's all made in rural America. And rural America does not have enough champions. So thank and, you for being well, a champion you. of rural America. And every one of those things you mentioned are under attack. Yes, And ma'am. every one of those things you mentioned needs the energy to exist. And Wall Street, do we need it? I guess we do. But actually, Wall Street needs us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wall Street needs rural America. They can invest here and there, but they need rural America. And, uh, I mean, that's just the way I see it. And, uh, uh, so let's move on here and, and, uh, stop patting ourselves on the back. <laughs> I don't, I don't like to do that for myself, but let's, let's move on here to number eight, issuing automatic approvals for LNG export, export terminals. And I want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, this was something that President Trump really wanted to push, that he, of course, was stopped by the environmental left. But America is the world's largest natural gas producer, um, and, and we have enough not only to power our own country, but to export to our allies. The problem is that natural gas, to transport it, has to be liquefied, right? You, you, it's very hard to transport a gas, um, <laughs> and so they liquefy it. And that's what those tankers are full of, is liquefied LNG, liquefied natural gas. Um, and where our natural gas is found is not near any deep water ports. So we need to obviously build pipelines, and we need to build export terminals. So those enormous tankers can pull up, they can fill up with LNG, and they can go out to sea and sell it to other countries. We do it with the oil industry. Why can't we do it with the natural gas industry? Okay, well, that's um, and, what and I didn't so the understand. This is being held. Yeah, exactly. We need to just give them permission to operate. Okay, because I did not understand that completely, so I really appreciate your uh, explanation on that. Overturning Massachusetts versus the EPA. Yeah, another regulation issue, right? Another time where the, the issue at stake is the overreach of, of the EPA. And so the, the, the recent decision, West Virginia versus EPA, did an awful lot of good to reverse some of the damage the EPA has done. But it didn't overturn Massachusetts what EPA is. And what Massachusetts EPA is, is the ability of the EPA to, to redefine what is a pollutant. So like I mentioned, now suddenly CO2 is considered a pollutant. We would consider it a naturally occurring 
uh, uh, gas. I'm, I'm exhaling right now, and I'm creating CO2. So technically, according to the EPA, I am a polluter, <laughs> as are you. Um, and, and <laughs> as we, we all to are. Take away the authority of the EPA <laughs> to, to change willy-nilly what they decide. Um, just the way the Department of Justice has decided that if you're a parent who's disappointed with the curriculum your kids are learning, well, you're a domestic terrorist. Yeah. And you say, well, wait a second. That's How do you get to redefine what a terrorist is? And the answer, of course, is we're government. We can define whatever the heck we want a terrorist to be, and right now we say it's parents. And you all scratch your heads and say, that seems like a big leap. Well, that's the power of government. The EPA's been doing this for years, and we need to rein them in. And Congress can rein them in. And, you know, that's what the bureaucracy is. You know, all these licenses and permits and fines, they're all attacks on the American people. Yes, ma'am. And, um, you know, we still go by, we should go by. I think the American people have lost their way. Consent of the governed. We did not give them consent to do this. They just keep doing it to us. And we need to say, you know, wait a minute. Let's read this one more time. Consent of the governed. So let's move on. There's a war on coal. We know that. Biden's talked about a Hillary made a big mistake in her 2016 campaign to tell that coal miner woman put you out of business. Yeah. She thought she thought she was pretty smart and then she wondered why people didn't vote for her. The war on and, coal. And the, Let's talk about that. The frustrating thing here is is the green movement does use the ignorance and I don't mean that as a pejorative. I just mean it in the classical sense of someone who does not have knowledge, the ignorance of the American people as to what coal does. They try to convince us that coal makes electricity, but coal also makes cement, makes metal, it makes everything. And the war on coal is making life very expensive. Oh, yeah. They can't make anything without it. <laughs> it's just the way it is. We're out of time. I hear the music. Oh, my goodness, this hour went fast. We needed two hours for this. We really did. Powerthefuture.com. Daniel, God bless you. If the new Congress follows these, this energy roadmap that Daniel has laid out, love you guys. I really do. Our nation will be stronger. It will be safer and more prosperous for generations to come. And that's part of this roadmap. And uh, I encourage you to get a copy of this. It's only 16 pages. It's an easy read. And let's work together. Help power the future with this roadmap to bring America home. Home.